The Fantasy Lounge. Live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. 12 degenerates from Oakland compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live in the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic to my right. Oakland's all-time leader. And interceptions thrown to defensive linemen, <laughs> Dave Stillman. And Dave, welcome back actually in the lounge tonight. No, Randy, he's in Springfield. Springfield, yeah, I'm doing some training for the job. Uh, coming in to fill in for the commish, so hopefully we can make it a, a good show here for you. Yeah, I mean, you you came into today not feeling too good about your fantasy team. Um, how you feeling as... Well, as my, the day goes on, my, you know you can just stop there because it's uh, I'm in last place. I don't think anyone can feel good about being in last place, but you know nobody writes a book about the guy who's in second place all year and wins the league. You know, coming back from last place and then maybe I can win the league. You know, that's what's uh, what legends are made of. <laughs> yeah, it's, hopefully that works out for you, Dave. <laughs> Speaking of being unhappy, though, we're gonna kick off this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge with some headlines. Yeah. A big name receiver is seems to be unhappy in Minnesota. And that man, well, not only Adam Thielen, but we're talking Stephon Diggs here, gave a very interesting press conference. And real quickly, if you are a fan, if you're a fancy owner of Stephon Diggs here, not getting what you paid for. No, Fifty six receiver in fantasy right now. Thirteen catches, two hundred and nine yards, only one touchdown. Compared to the first four games last year, Dave, twenty seven catches, three tutties. The, the production's not there. And he actually had some interesting uh, words to say in a press conference. You have that audio for he, us. Yeah, so today he was in a press conference talking about, um, I guess, how he feels about the offense. So I'm going to play this here. This is from Vikings.com. So here we go. But that's all teams at this point where we're at right now. There's been reports that you're dissatisfied with the offense. Um, I mean, I haven't had any... Uh, interviews where as though I've stated my emotions on how I feel or whatever state I was in. So uh, you talk to me about those reports. So I don't know who said. So you're not, you're not dissatisfied. You know it's a bad situation where he literally holds um, um for, and there's like that dead space for about 10 it, seconds. He's thinking in his head, do I, do I want to keep my job? Do I want to get fined? What do I want to do here? <laughs> that was an alarming space between the um and his next word that he said. Yeah. Look, there's no way he could be happy. Look, a lot of these wide receivers have egos, and again, the production's not there. That's not good if you're a Minnesota Vikings fan to hear. No, it's not. And Kirk Cousin, he's he's probably on his last leg in in Minneapolis. They paid him way too much money, and he's just not producing anything at all. Um, you know, it's, it's stealing all day long. There's really nothing else there. Dalvin Cook has really taken up a lot of that offense. So. I don't know, man. It's it's not looking good, and I'm sure Bill Belichick's you know licking his chops right now, trying to figure out a way to get Stefan Diggs over there. Uh, you mentioned Kirk Cousins. Can we just can we just get, you know if we're gonna put him on trial, let's do it. Can I be Kirk Cousins' defense attorney here? If you want, I <laughs> mean, it's not gonna be a good paying job. Okay, can, 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 let's just can we just break down a little bit what's happened so far in the first four games of the season, sure. and maybe and maybe 
I could shed some light on his ability to be an NFL quarterback. Because right now, he is a battering ram for sports talk radio. He's getting killed in the media. Just Can we, can we just hear him out a little bit? Sure. Let's, right. let's hear him, Mike. Week one results in a win. Only 10 pass attempts. All right? He couldn't get off. Not his fault. He plays a Green Bay defense who at the time was playing really well. It was a, a, it was a um, primetime game. We know how Division well. game. We know how he does not do well in those types of scenarios. And then we, we, let's look at last week here, guys. The Bears defense is just purely dominant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is he supposed to do? And I know people want to rag on him and stuff like that. They could not move the ball. The Bears defense has made a lot of teams look bad, including the Rams. Mm-hmm. So let's just pump the brakes a little bit on these first four games. Can we talk track record a little bit here, Dave? Okay. Past four seasons, 25-plus touchdowns in each season. Past four seasons, over 4,000 passing yards. Let's let this marinate a little bit. Could we... Could, we, could you see some production? Production is going to happen here. Here, in, in another thing. But at this point, I think it's already to the point where Stefan Diggs, I don't think it's repairable. It's like one of those situations where you don't really come back from it because he's already kind of dissing the team. Not He hasn't said anything that he's dissing the team, but you can just tell if you see the video, you can look it up on their website. He just doesn't care. Like he doesn't have, he's got his hoodie up. They're asking him uh, why he missed practice because he said he's sick. It was It was raining. And then he starts sniffling and coughing. He just he doesn't want to be there. Okay, well, here's my thing. Next five games here, Minnesota plays the Giants, Philly, Detroit, the Washington Redskins, and Kansas City. Four out of the five, they're pretty cushy pass defenses here. So I know Diggs is unhappy at the moment, but if he goes eight for 140 and two tutties this week against the Giants, is he going to be that unhappy? I mean, no, but I don't know. Man, it's it's not looking good. It's got to turn around. It has to. Okay. Well, I mean... Did I make a case for Kirk Cousins at least? A little bit. A little bit. Not but we got to see. You know, that's just hypotheticals. He's got to okay. come out and actually produce now. He's going to get easier matchups. What's interesting about that, Dave, we were thinking Thielen Diggs might be the best wide receiver duo in the league. Mm-hmm. Bruce Arians thinks otherwise. Definitely thinks otherwise. Tells Jameis Winston, keep throwing the ball. The damn ball. The damn ball. <clears throat> Look, right now... Mike Evans and, and Chris Godwin is the best duo in fantasy, best duo in the NFL. Chris Godwin right now is the number third ranked fantasy receiver. Evans is five. My question to you, though, Dave, is are they truly the best wide receiver duo in the league? Uh, I mean, they, they're in the conversation, definitely. I think Godwin definitely has taken a step forward and really started to produce like everyone thought he would this year. Um, I think it was a little bit of an unknown, though, with you know the name and everything, some some casual fans might not know who he is, but he's making that name this year, and I think they're definitely in the conversation for being the, one of the most talented duos in the league, for sure. Absolutely. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be upset if someone said they were. What's impressive to me is Evans Week 3 goes for about a 45-piece um, MJ return special, and then the very next week, Chris Godwin goes for about a 40 at halftime. Yep. It's very rare you see that type of production. Um from two different receivers in two different weeks like that. Correct. Now the question for me is, can they put it together in the same week? That'd be nice to see. It would. I want to see both of them. Because it looks like when Jameis is targeting one guy, that's it. That's all he's looking for. I would like to see it kind of spread out a little bit. Instead of one guy going for 40, how about both people going for you know 25? Sure. Now, you know what's interesting when we were looking this up? Some duos. Woods and Cooper Cup right now is the second best duo in fantasy. Which is... That, that... Not surprising because of the names. It's surprising that Cooks isn't in there. Okay. Because he's technically their number one receiver. 
because Cup plays in the in the slot. He's not on the field when they got two tight ends. As to, if you're watching the Thursday night game, there's a lot of two tight end uh, uh, formations, and I mean Woods is always is always there, but. It was surprising that Cooks wasn't the uh, the other guy. Yeah, I mean, Cooper Cup right now is the second-best fantasy receiver. Woods is 19, so they have um, a lot of production. But the third duo, which was kind of fascinating to me, was a duo out in Denver. Yeah. Hey, guess whose team they're on? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> Mine. Too bad he doesn't play them. Together. I don't. They're sitting on my bench. That would be uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Cortland Sutton, uh, the number three duo in the NFL right now, fantasy-wise. And, you know, people, again, with Flacco, again, another kind of a joke around the league is how bad Flacco is. Um, He's really, honestly, not having a bad fantasy season, though. He really, they kind of should be 2-2. Two two. They shouldn't beat the Bears. Everyone keeps saying how weak the, the Denver defense, I mean, offense is. They got some pieces when you look at it. Yeah, and again, like, are we are we talking the same way about Joe Flacco if they're 2-2? Two two? Again, that Bears game, they should have won that Bears game. That, uh... Roughly the passer call was iffy at best. And then Minshew takes down the Jaguars when they're winning, uh, you know, 40 seconds and they hit the game winner. So, I mean, we could be talking about an entirely different team here. But, I mean, Sutton and Sanders are, are doing some big things combined here right around 130 fantasy points between the two. So that's big-time production. Yeah, 64 and 66. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Big and, I mean, and – Joe Flacco, nothing outrageous, but 19 points, 19 points. He had a, a stinker against Green Bay with six. But last week against Jacksonville, 30 points. Now, we do six points per touchdown in our league, so those are a little bit exaggerated probably in your league. But that's still a nice a nice play out of Flacco. Everyone's talking how weak their offense is, but they got some nice pieces. They still have Royce Freeman and, uh, uh, what's his name, Lindsey. Yeah, kind of uh, maybe, uh, what's the word, uh, a hidden gem of fantasy owners. Yeah, you know, not not good. Not doesn't look good on on Sunday for the big in the NFL, but this is fantasy, you know. Yeah, the big names maybe aren't popping off the screen at you, but yeah, okay. popping off the screen. That's an interesting transition. We're not popping off the screen. We're diving into the water here. Here, oh, boys. Man. We're going a little deep sea diving. I literally, no joke. People have contacted me <laughs> personally about how influential this segment has been to their fantasy teams, and I appreciate all the love. Because these deep-sea divers are not only hitting at an alarming rate, they, they are saving people's fantasy weeks. Hey, when you need a when you need that spot start, especially when buys, they've already started, uh, you know, you might need a guy that maybe some injuries on the bench and you got to buy and then you got to pick somebody up. Or, and they're out there for you. Or a guy maybe you hold on to for a week and he has a big week and then you're feeling great about it. It's a go. trade asset. I'm going to kick things off with a tight end that uh, people have been telling me to pick up. Tyler Eifert, as you're aware, John Ross just put on IR. Still no A.J. Green. What I like about Eifert is, even though I know he's been hurt, but he's been in that system for so long. He knows the playbook. Not the system, I should say. He's been working with Andy Dalton for so long. Him and Andy Dalton have great rapport. Out of the first four games, at least three three of the four games with five targets, he's Dalton's old security blanket. There was a two-year stretch here, Dave, where he was one of the best tight ends in football. Injuries have completely derailed his career. He seems to be 100% healthy. Going against an Arizona team in four games has given up six touchdowns to tight ends. For real? (laughs) Yes. So, hey, that's a fantasy goldmine here. And who else is Dalton going to throw to this week? There's, I mean, Tyler Boyd and Obden Tate and... Tyler Eifert, that's about it. And here's and the fact of the matter is, if you don't have Ingram, Kelsey, uh, Andrews right now, 
everything else is kind of the same. It really is. It's it's a lot of peanut butter and jelly tight ends out there that you. It's from about six on from six to twenty five. It doesn't really matter who you're putting in. So I love the matchup for Eifert. I love that him and Dalton are very, 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 very familiar with each other. Feel confident at twenty two percent owned in Yahoo leagues. Feel confident in plugging in Tyrell Eifert for a spot start, or maybe you don't like a matchup on a specific team, mm-hmm. like Evan Ingram this week playing uh, Minnesota. That might not be a Minnesota. Minnesota. That might not be a, uh, a matchup you like, but you're not going to sit on Ingram. I'm just saying there could be a, a, a tight end that maybe you don't like the matchup. Go ahead and plug in Tyre Eifert. True. Okay. I got a, I got another tight end for you because, again, tight ends are scarce. And uh, young kid, uh, Noah Fant, he's a rookie out of Denver, like we were just talking. 13% owned last week. Four targets, two uh, two receptions, 31 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, so put you over... Over 10 points. So he's young coming into the fifth week of the season. You know, maybe that was like the catapult going into the rest of the season. He's very athletic. He's more like one of those wide receiving, uh, wide receiver uh, tight ends, not very much of a blocker. Um, he was uh, teammates with uh, Hawkinson and George Kittle. So, you know, comes from that long line of Iowa tight ends. Just pumping those tight ends out. Tight ends man. out of there, you know. So uh, look for him as a, one of those guys you were just talking about. Sit him on your bench and maybe he could blow up. The only thing I say about Noah Font is every time I watch him, he's getting called for like a penalty. Like a block, <laughs> well, he's, a bag he's young, or you know. Yeah. So he's still learning the tricks of the trade to uh, blocking. He did take that little screen to the house for 20 yards last week. Yeah. He showed me something. He's got some athleticism. All right. Now here, here's the thing about me, Dave. When I do deep sea divers, I'm not, I'm not just dipping my toe in the water. I'm not giving you guys that are 39% owned. I am legit going to the deepest part of the ocean. To find out, to find some fantasy value for you. What are we talking? One of those uh, zero guys? Zero percenter guys. I got, I got one too for you too. Zero so. percenter. Here's a guy. We just talked about Stefan Diggs being unhappy. Here's a guy. Here's a guy. Sneakily, <laughs> if you're paying attention, to what's going on in Minnesota here? Olabisi Johnson. I, I honestly, as everybody knows in our league, I know pretty much everyone in the NFL. I've never heard of this guy before. It's almost like a made-up name from a. Fairy tale. <laughs> Here's the situation. Oh, what is his name? Olabisi. Olabisi Johnson. Zero percenter. Not like think about how many Yahoo leagues there are. Not Yahoo. Think about how many Yahoo fantasy teams are are, are made. Yeah. Zero percent. Zero. Well, that's because no one knows who he is. No one knows who he is. Look, here's the situation. We documented Diggs unhappy. There's. They were saying there were some talks that you know they want to be traded, and they said that they do not want to trade Diggs. Unless it's for like a massive package, sure. And but what is that massive package? So. What like a, a one and a five? No, you're probably asking for at least. I would want two ones. I mean, two ones are getting thrown around everywhere now. They just got traded for Laramie Tunsil. True. So my thing is, all right, he's unhappy. There's a possibility he could get moved. It's probably not going to happen. But here's my situation. I documented the next five games that Minnesota is going to play against teams that struggle against the pass. Thielen's there. Diggs is there. Olabisi Johnson is now taking over for Mr. Beebe. IR, last week against the Bears in limited time, 4 for 35, put up a 7.5 PPR. Again, this week especially, the Giants struggle against the pass of 25th, give up 280 yards a game. I wouldn't be surprised if I see a 5 for 50 from Olabisi here today. Hey, and like you said, 10 spots just don't grow on trees. So 10 spots. I said that about Cole Beasley, and Cole Beasley has been on fire. Very consistent. Very consistent. Like, like you said. But... What other fantasy show are you going to listen to that's throwing out names like that? Not a lot. That's come probably on, why guys. we're not uh, very successful. Come on. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey come on. Hey. Success uh, is uh, 
objective is in the eye of the beholder all right uh they're subjective i don't know i don't know, what, I don't know that uh nah, expression really so whatever. we have a a kicker here another thing where you're gonna hear about kickers uh chicago zone going over the pond to the land <laughs> of football four <laughs> percent owned eddie panero um last or he has two games over 10 points and playing in England, all those, uh, those football fans are going to want to see some kicking. So hopefully, you know, with a backup quarterback and weird time jet lag, you know, all that stuff could factor in and hopefully it gets maybe four or five. Uh, kicks is there, there, is there a difference in scoring with the conversion rate uh, over there in the UK? You know, like if it thir- is a 30 yard count is like, you know, just one point. I don't know. What's that? What's that? It's, going qu- for? it's in quids. I don't know. <laughs> What's that going for? I don't know. You get one pound. Uh, yeah. yeah. Get your team crumpets ready because we're uh, playing in the morning. Um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Hey, last week I pumped Josh Lambo. What did Josh Lambo do? He, he was uh, 15 he was good piece. There. And now also, winner. but again, our league, yes. we, anything uh, over 30, 30 yards. So 30 to 40 yards is, or right. No, thir- or, 30, I'm sorry, 30, 40. Yeah. Uh, 40 to 50 yards is four points, and anything over uh, 50 yards is five points. So Absolutely. we do give a little bit more points to the kicker. Now, I only had the two guys, deep sea diving, but you, you you wanted to get super wet today. Yeah, you know, I I, I got a few more. Here's my zero percenter, another bear, because, uh, you know, the bears. Homer. Homer. Uh, Javon wins, zero percent owned. Now, this is one of those guys not going to be on your lineup all year, but uh, Turbo Taylor's out again with the concussion. And last week he had four receptions for 56 yards. So again, almost 10 points. 10 points doesn't just grow on trees. Uh, he might get in the end zone and have a nice day for you. And then hey, T- oh, well, I'm the thing sorry, about go, Williams, go ahead, go ahead. six two here. Yeah. Now you know the Bears struggle with length at the receiver position. Al Robinson's taking more of like a slot mm-hmm. spot. I, look, I, maybe Williams gets in the end zone, a uh, red zone option with that with that big frame. You, you never know. True. Um, and you got T.J. Yeldon at running back. 2% owned. Uh, last week had four receptions for 68 yards. S- uh, Singletary, they still don't know if he's in or not. Uh, Frank Gore is, you know, as old as dirt. He founded the NFL. So we'll see. Uh, TJ Eldon, again, one of those guys one year, I think he had over 80 catches and then followed up with 60 catches. So a guy who can receive out of the backfield, I'm surprised they haven't used him more. Uh, one of those guys, you might want to just sit him on your bench, see what he does. If he sucks, drop him. But if not, you might have a nice PPR running back there for you. Singletary, just for your reference, they was limited. Limited. And Thursday, and okay. today's practice. So, I do like Yeldon. Uh, I thought it was interesting they paid him. They didn't use him week one. But I think that could be the potential of like a three-headed monster there with Yeldon, Singletary, and Gore kind of doing a little bit of different stuff. Each. Bar- yeah, Barkley might play this week too. So, a lot of checkdowns might be coming in. Okay. Man. I, I'm I'm almost struggling for air. Yeah, I was down up. there for so long. That's, I mean, <laughs> geez, Louise, you know, um, hey, that's just the that's a DC diver segment that is is one of the best gems in all fantasy football. It's best around now. Yeah. Okay. Now we have Day Stupid in the lounge. That means we have to go back to a, a favorite segment of ours: the fantasy game, game, game of the week, week, week. This is where we highlight. A fantasy game that we see as a potential gold mine for people playing in it. And Dave, what's your fantasy game of the week? So my fantasy game of the week is going to be the Chiefs versus Colts. Uh, two of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. The number one quarterback, obviously, in Patrick Mahomes. Last week had a little bit of a rough game, but you know, hopefully this uh, week didn't throw a touchdown. Didn't throw a touchdown. That's pretty surprising. Which is pretty crazy. So obviously that's not going to happen two weeks in a row. So get them in your lineup, and uh, I think they're going to score tons of points. Uh, the defense for the Colts is ranked 16th. They give up 363 yards 
uh, on average. So a lot of yards. I assume it's going to be over 363 with the Chiefs. And then, obviously, Jacoby Brissett, number seven quarterback in fantasy right now. The Chiefs are actually the 30th worst or 30th ranked defense. So giving up 408 yards per game. Uh, so you know, it's going to be a barn burner. You know, tons of points. And Sunday night, too. There's nothing better than watching a Sunday night game with some some high stakes yeah, involved. prime time, ready to go. No, people are gonna massacre me. Massacre me for this. They're gonna. They're gonna think I'm uh, Shrek in the overseas. I don't think it's as bad as you, you're making okay. it. But you know, you know, like you ever seen Shrek? Uh, yes, I have. Where you know, in the beginning, the, all the townsmen wanna. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm ogre. I feel like Shrek right now. My point is, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals versus the Arizona Cardinals. What are you talking about, Mikey Mac? Yeah, you, yeah. I'm right on this. I know. I know what you're thinking. They Cincinnati just got pounded. By the the Ben Roethlisberger less, the burgerless Steelers. They just got pounded by a, a Jalen Samuels who had five fantasy points going into that game. Yes, you're right. These are two desperate teams here, Dave. Both winless on the year. Someone's got to win. Someone's and someone's has to win, or they could tie again, like Arizona already did. Someone's got to win. Look, Cincinnati's 27th against the run, 17th against the pass. Arizona's 28th against the run, 23rd against the pass. My mouth is salivating over those numbers here, Dave. <laughs> go ahead and play. Go ahead and get Tyler Boyd in your lineup. Go ahead and spot start Andy Dalton. Uh, Colin Murray's going to be flinging the rock. I like Kirk a lot this week. I like Fitz this week. David Johnson's going to have a big game. David Johnson, huh? F- fan, and I already highlighted. I already, <laughs> I already highlighted Tyler Eifert. So go ahead and, and start these players. You will not regret it. There we go. Fancy game of the week. Week, week, week. Absolutely. Whew. Okay. Now, this is a very special Daily Dave because I literally have him sitting next to me. Here we go. Daily Dave. Look, the situation is here, people. Some some people's fantasy seasons are over. But you could always hop on Daily and, and feel good about what you do in a given week. So, Daily Dave, give us your FanDuel lineup. So, we've got the, the FanDuel lineup. We're going Sunday games, no Thursdays, no Monday games here for you. Uh, Mike, I, I think I've gone a little bit crazy with the Bears. We're starting out quarterback, saving you tons of money here, Chase Daniels. If I I mean, come on. The guy sits on the bench for like all of his career, comes in last week and just looks like an absolute stud. There's He's not even scared. He's ready to go, throwing rockets. And uh, fifty six, or I'm sorry, sixty five hundred. And Oakland's defense is the twenty sixth ranked. So I know it's overseas. Hopefully he can throw one or two for you. Uh, David Johnson, we just talked about your game of the week at my running back position, twenty uh, sixty eight hundred dollars. Thirty first against the run is Cincinnati, like you just explained. Not very good. Uh, he should be able to score a lot of points for him. My guy, Devontae Freeman. I, I think this is the week he's really going to pop off. Last week he had eighteen points. Uh, this week he's playing against Houston. They're 21st against the run. They actually give up five yards per carry, so I think this could Oof. be the week you can finally get some things going for you. Uh, he's 6,200. I don't know if I said that right. Uh, Thielen. More than Thielen. I know, uh, Mike, again, I don't, This I actually made this lineup before we, we talked about any of this, so uh, Thielen with Diggs, distraught. I don't know, even know if he's going to want to go out there and give 100%. Playing against the Giants. 29th ranked against the pass. Hopefully this is the week that they get it going. 6900 bucks for Thielen. Julio Jones, a staple in any fantasy lineup. So he's playing against uh, Houston, 23rd against the pass, $8,200. Spent a little bit of money on him. Philip Dorsett, 
uh, playing against Washington. Josh Gordon was questionable. There's a lot of injuries coming around in, uh, in New England. Uh, $5,400 is a nice value play for you there. 31st against the pass is Washington. Jimmy Graham, your favorite uh, tight end uh, that you've been talking to me about all week. Uh, 23rd is Dallas against uh, tight ends for uh, for fantasy. $5,500. He had a pretty good game last week, so hopefully keep that going. Dropped a tutty, though. He did. He's old, you know. Uh, then Ezekiel Elliott playing against Green Bay. They actually give up the – they're the 30th against the run. And we call that they're overrated. Let's just call for what yeah. it was. And their defense is overrated. They're That's, overrated. We got a defense. Yeah, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, whatever you say, she says. Uh, yeah, so $8,800 against Green Bay and then the Patriots defense. I know, Mike, <laughs> you think they're overrated. We can talk about that in a second. But they're $5,500 going against Washington. Uh, Dwayne Haskins probably got pushed into the situation a little bit quicker than – they wanted to there, so maybe some interceptions, maybe some fumbles. Uh, get the Patriots in your lineup. And that's your Daily Dave for we, this week. You mentioned it. Can we just talk about, can we pump the brakes on New England's yeah. defense? First of all, this is this is atrocious that the Patriots, who are the Super Bowl champion, defending Super Bowl champions, um, start off with this this cakewalk of a schedule. Look, here they played Pittsburgh when Ben Roethlisberger, terrible. They scored three points. Then they go to Miami. They play Fitzpatrick, Josh Rosen. Then they play the Jets without Sam Darnold. Um, they're playing David Falk and God knows who else. And then they play Buffalo. They knock Allen out of the game. And now this week they play Washington, which is going to be a Case Keenum, um, D- Dwayne Haskins meltdown. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then they're going to have another big week, which is ridiculous. I mean, they, they literally in the first eight games... It's almost like the, the, the first eight games they don't play. They don't play a, a playoff team from last year in their first eight games. That's amazing. It takes them to week nine at Baltimore to play a playoff team from last year. I wonder who uh, do they have Robert Kraft make this lineup. Man, what are we doing here? All right, that's my mini tangent. Yeah. No Randy today, but we still have a mortgage payment to get we to. We do. Um, this has got a little Dave uh, discount. Dave special here. Um. So Dave, give us some, give us some, uh, give us some bets you're liking. All right, so you know I'm gonna do my best. I'm not a better. I never claimed to be. I don't really spend too much on this, but but the lines. They I, are I always like I always like bang. telling other people though how to spend their money, and you know because then I don't. It doesn't matter if it doesn't hit. But so for the cell phone bill here, we got Buffalo and Tennessee, thirty-eight and a half. We're going under, way under, because Tennessee's offense is terrible. Playing against the Bills' defense, which is pretty good. Also, the Bills might not have Josh Allen. Matt Barkley could be there. I think it's just going to be a big old, uh, you know, I, I don't want to say it, but a turd bowl. <laughs> yeah, there we go, a turd storm. Uh, I hit the under on that one. You might, you might get some money. Uh, next is the car payment. You know, not that much, maybe two, three hundred bucks. Uh, Indy and KC. They're giving Indy right now on Westgate uh, eleven points. Indy's been pretty good on offense. I know KC puts up a ton of points, but as you've seen last week, they're human. They, there's some weeks where they might be vulnerable. 11 points is a lot, especially for a team that's been playing well, so I I, I think Indy should cover. Uh, they're going to move the ball. They're going to yeah, move exactly. the ball. It's not like their their offense is deficient. I know TY's kind of banged up, but they should be all right. Um, and then what we have here, uh, oh, this is your better friend. You know, maybe, I'm still not familiar with this phrase. I, I'm not either. I just made it up about 20 minutes ago. You know, maybe you're sitting at a bar, you're you're drinking a little bit. You want to, hey, let me throw some some money with my with my friend. You know, here, five bucks on this game. New England and Washington. Uh, New England is minus 15 and a half. Take New England. I mean, Washington might not even score. They might not score, dude. And as we talked, another defense 
might be overrated, but they've looked really good so far against they bad teams. Great. I mean, so fifteen and a half points. Are they like the highest scoring team in fantasy? Like the highest player in fantasy if you play defenses? I wouldn't have to it's, assume. It's, it's up there. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, they dropped. They're dropping like fifty pieces. Like it's their job. All right, and then the last one in honor of the uh, <laughs> in honor of the the commish. Uh, this is the mortgage payment, and as I've been pretty much the whole theme of the show this week is Chicago, Chicago and Oakland overseas, forty and a half over under, taking the under. I don't see Oakland really moving the ball against our defense. We got a backup quarterback. Even if we score, let's say twenty one points, I don't really see see uh, Oakland score more than two touchdowns. So I would take the 40 and a half, hit the under, win yourself some money. Hopefully uh, hopefully I did well. Well, I'm a little dejected. Um, we're sitting here, it's Thursday night, recording this episode, and Cuba Cup just scored a touchdown. It's Not happy about that. Well, look, here's here's the situation. When Ran- like Randy, a lot of times, prolongs the episode a little bit. Correct. Because he's uh, what they call a mumbler. A rambler. So hey, we got you. We got you in here. We're gonna get you out of here in about thirty minutes here. But we gave you a little show. But we gave you a lot of nugs here. Remember, check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Sold out of TDs FFL. That's our Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Twitter handle. Let's say that ten times fast. Correct. Um, Check us out on WMLD Radio. That's right. On the Tune In app. Tune In app. Tune In app. Check us out there. We've been playing at right around twelve to twelve fifteen Central Time. We pre- yeah, yeah. 12, 12, 12, 15, 1, 15 Eastern. Uh, also, if you're listening on the WMLD app and you want to follow us, go on Instagram. It's sold underscore uh, out underscore it's of underscore <laughs> TDs. Uh, and if you are listening to this, just comment. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, see, we'll see what you see what you think of we'll the show. Take a comment. Um, and, you know, as always, I'm Mikey Mack. That's Day Steuben. Remember, it's never too late to come relax at the lounge. Take care, y'all. Thursday night football is terrible.